Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. As you know, the digital revolution is in full swing. We're trying to get our hands and arms and brains around this thing and understand the impact it's having on our professional lives, our personal lives, maybe in that little bit of space that still exists between the personal and professional. We've got uh, one of my favorite monthly guests on with us today, Bonnie Tinder, who is the founder and CEO of Raven Intel, which does sort of peer reviews of software projects, software applications, and the partners that help put those together, which is an incredibly hot field right now. Bonnie, welcome. It is always great to see you. Likewise, Bob. Great to be here and uh, excited to, to talk today. Bonnie, and I, I have to say, seeing orchids in uh, late March, it's always wonderful. So thank you for bringing that uh, <laughs> color and, and you know sense of uh, winter's winding down into the, into right. the show. Yeah, well, we need some color in Chicago because if you look out the window too closely, it's very gray out there. So, um, uh, yeah, happy for spring to to come quickly. Good, good, good. Bonnie, so um, first again, I briefly mentioned a little bit about Raven Intel and what you do and the incredible resources you have on your site that help people understand which software vendors to pick, which partners to pick, and so forth. Mm -hmm. But uh, in the context of that, I thought that what you wanted to talk about today was fascinating in the area of change management. And um, Bonnie, no matter how much the business world changes and the cloud replaces on-premise stuff and so forth, there's still these things about, you know, businesses have to get these things right, these uh, software projects that help run the processes that run the company and, you know, the margin for error these days seems less. So I was really intrigued and your broad thoughts about change management that you, you your perspectives on uh, in hindsight that customers say, oh, that I wish I had spent more time, more effort, more focus on this. Could you tell us a little bit about that, Bun? Yeah, absolutely. So when we talk to customers about their project, we always ask the question, what would you have done differently? Um, or you know, what were the lessons learned? And overwhelmingly, there is one thing that comes up time and time and time again, and that's the area of change management and customers really regretting not spending enough time, not investing enough resources in the, the change management that needs to happen with the digital transformation. And, um, you know, I would say that that is the thing, you know, that is the most important aspect to consider when doing a digital you know, transformation is, is how are we going to, you know, create agility for this um, with our, um, you know, with our stakeholders, whether those are employees or customers, um, to make sure this change is really progress as opposed to, you know, we're going to um, move systems or something like that. And the whole idea around a digital transformation is that you're not just moving the needle one or two clicks or employing a new technology because it's the cloud or something. I mean, you really want to, um, you know, create progress in your business and really overwhelmingly change something. And if you don't have a good mechanism to communicate and deal with that change, um, you know, it's not going to be very successful. And Bonnie, can I ask, you know, a, a little deeper on that? So when they say, you know, if I could go back and do something differently, and I always think about that old song, if I could turn back the hands of time. Yes. But 
what would they have uh, spent more? Was it cultural things they wanted to think about more, process things, technical things? What was the nature of what they'd like to go devote more time and energy to? It's all of the above. Um, and, you know, I think communication is a, is a big deal, especially if you're dealing with a system that is going to impact your employees internally. Um, you know, and so many of these that, that we've seen fail are ones where the employees um, or the stakeholders didn't really understand the purpose behind the change. And they resisted it to the point of, you know, having a completely break from their old ways of doing things only at, you know, pretty much when they were told they had to. Um, and so this idea of preparing and communicating why something is being done to those who are being impacted is, is probably the biggest thing. Um, you know, I would say also, if you're talking about um, putting in a new piece of technology, um, it's not just a lift and shift. I mean, sure, an implementation is you, you can, you know, cram in a new piece of technology very easily, but to truly rewire a process or rethink why you're doing something or why you've done something for the last 15 or 20 years is a lot more involved than just flipping a switch and, you know, and, and creating some new logins for people. Um, so it's the idea of how do we re-engineer our process um, before we start, uh, you know, turning on new technology. Yeah, yeah, Bonnie. It's it's funny as you were think uh, as you were describing that and those those sort of oh if I could do it over again thoughts that customers have, which is very valuable again uh, I guess for um, Raven Intel clients because they can come in see and get, learn from some of these experiences others have had, but. Um, I always, uh, it, it made me think of this t-shirt I saw. And I think it said that the, the beatings will continue until morale improves. <laughs> <laughs> if people don't understand what's going on, I think a lot of people are pretty smart. Uh, and they're gonna, you know, I've always heard that technology change is relatively simple compared to human behavior change. So if somebody doesn't know, but why are we doing this? I know you keep screaming, do this, but why? And what's the impact? Where are we headed? You know, and a little bit of effort on that up front. I think you harness that, uh, the enthusiasm, the capability of everybody. Gosh, it's got to be, that's got to make the chance of success skyrocket. But in the absence of it, right, people are going to dig in, get stubborn and, you know, hunker down. Right. And sometimes, you know, it needs to be leadership that embraces that first. And sometimes, you know, you can't create that internal momentum and receptivity without your stakeholders at the top also embracing the change. And so you need ambassadors, um, you know, at every level within the organization to make that successful, not just, you know, not just a project team. It needs to be you know, the leadership as well, and that sometimes is missing. Um, so, Bonnie, one other fundamental question there uh, about it that, that comes up, um, you know, why are we doing it? But also, I think you touched on the notion of do people understand change management? Like, what is it and what is it that they need to be uh, immersed in and given a, a chance to fully get the scope of this? So how does that shake up, Bonnie? Yeah. You know, it's it's this term change management. We throw it around all the time in the in the software and project world, and 
it, it's really not well defined, but basically what that is, it's the approach that you take to dealing with a transition or organizational change or technology. As it relates to technology, that is going to be things like training, process re-engineering, communication, and then iteration. So, you know, these projects don't happen all at once. So it's not this idea of change management is not a point in time thing. It's something that is an ongoing um, sort of process to change. Um, and so it's, it's defined, you know, in terms of really those big areas being training, communication, process change, um, and iteration. And, you know, as we see that as you're, you know, as clients are thinking about what is my investment in a project, um, there's dollars associated with that, um, the area of quote unquote change management because it is you need resources to do it effectively a lot of times you need a third party to bring in expertise and then you need the actual time um you know from your employees to get trained and things like that so there is what's important to note about it it's not just an idea it's something that you need to budget for during a digital transformation and um, you know, it's it's sort of a box that you need to sort of put around all of these things. And I will tell you is it's not a cheap box. It's sometimes it can be an expensive one. And that is the thing that if a client is, um, you know, looking to sort of cut corners and have a project be cheaper, it's the first thing to go. It's like, oh, we, we can do that training, you know, like later, you know, we can do we can do it, um, you know, through more webinars than we can through focus groups or something like that. So it's one of those things that really gets shortchanged because it is a part of the budget process. Um, and a lot of times if you have a third party working with you, they're going to propose change management as a line item in the contract. Yeah. And uh, Bonnie, you know, I think as you were um you know, laying that out there, that really, you know, powerful notion about how you have to think about this, how you have to budget for it, plan for it, and don't let it just be that thing that, you know, endlessly gets cut and, you know, whittled away till at the end, you know, there's nothing left because, you know, you'll reap what you sow there. I couldn't help thinking about, you know, you said it's not a one-time thing. And I think on a larger scale, or maybe, you know, in, in direct parallel with what you're describing, I, I think, talking to a lot of not the tech companies but their customers that they have this sense that digital transformation itself is hey this is a one-time thing right we were that sort of company now we're this sort of company we're all done but it's it feels like that is an ongoing uh you know it, it there's no end goal to it it's it's a constant matter of evolution and progression and uh innovation that moves into that is that uh is that a fair parallel to talk about how people should think of change management in these times? For sure, for sure. And even the term change management, I mean, we're, we're talking about it and I'm saying it's iterative, but you know, ongoing, but I mean, the better term is change agility. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, and especially in the world that we live in where technology continues to change and evolve, um, you know, it's this idea of, having a culture within the the organization that is change agile um or within the you know the the team that's responsible for for the tech is 
how how can we change things so that we're agile in the future so that in five years from now and the, there's some new technology out there that we are able to evolve along with things so um yeah to your point transformation is a process and not an event okay okay well bonnie i know we, you've got coming up a great list of the six e's of oper, uh, oper, operationalizing change want to get to those but first bonnie just want to offer a word from our sponsor bmc we all know what the a game is right it's the highest level of performance among athletes and you can get to that level in business as well. BMC calls this the autonomous digital enterprise. It's when technology and people work in harmony, and that's how business reaches its A-game. You can find out more at bmc.com slash A-game. So Bonnie, um, what are the six E's of operationalizing change? Yeah, so I think there's there's six steps, and I'm I wish I could claim these. These are not mine, and I actually heard them um, in a presentation given by Josh Burson, so he gets the credit for these. Okay. But they are absolutely true in every digital transformation project. So step one is to envision. So envision the future. You need to know where you're going. You need to know what you want your end picture to look like before you can operationalize the change. Envision. Number two is evaluate your readiness. So as an organization, you know, how receptive are people going to be to the change? And you're probably pretty easy, um, able to sort of have a gut sort of feel as to what that is, but also you can, um, you know, you can do a poll. You can ask the stakeholders, you know, what do you think about moving to this sort of, you know, after picture? Is it something that you think would be really, um, disruptive, or is it something that you'd really welcome? Um, so that's two, is evaluate the readiness. How many people do you have that you need to impact? How many people internally do you have that can actually make sure this happens? Number three is to elaborate and design. So step three is where you elaborate on this. This is once you have, um, you know, actually gotten to the point where, hey, my project's approved, here's the blueprint, all of those type of things. This is where sort of the rubber meets the road in terms of, okay, so what are my key areas that need addressing? So that's, I need to design a training program around this. I need to come up with key dates and milestones and communicate those. I need project teams and things like that to ensure that you know, all of these things are rolled out. So the, the step three is elaborate and design. Number four is empower and upskill. So this is towards now the back part of the project where, um, you know, you are able to find your key stakeholders and to roll out the training and um, sort of preparation for a change like this. So, but empowering your users, empowering the key stakeholders and, um, you know, functional leads so that they're a part of the program and that they feel like, um, you know, they're, they're trained and able to handle it. Step five, so step four was empower. Step five, execute and communicate. Um, so this is the step that everybody wants to rush into, um, you know, so, so you can you can dance through, you know, steps one and four and get all the way to five. Um, this is um, 
so this is this is sort of like the, the big one. This is the go live, um, so to speak, which we all know that there's a lot that goes before this, but execute and communicate. This is where um, you know, all of that documentation and the emails and um, you know, this is where the, the go live actually happens. Um, you know, making sure that your communication is clear, it's simple, it's easier to understand, um, and that it's timely. You know, those are sort of key areas in, in this fifth step. And then step six, enhance and iterate. And then so st step six, Bob, as you mentioned before, where this is not a one-time deal, we keep on, you know, coming back to this step. So enhance and iterate. Sometimes that means going back to step three, four, five, six again, and then, you know, and, and then iterating, you know, in different parts of the project or you have different phases of it. So you might go through all those steps again in phase two, but this enhance and iterate is sort of the ongoing one where you say, okay, so here was our initial launch. Here are all the things that didn't happen um, like we wanted them to. Here's how we need to change these things for the future. And I, I, I read a great quote in preparing this is that, you know, change in the beginning is hard. In the middle, it's really messy. And at the end, it's beautiful. So think of like the, the butterfly in the cocoon or whatever. So that messy middle is really um, this, you know, it, it can happen even after go live. So so you're when you go live, you're probably still in the middle of your you know, transformation because that, you know, adoption and the iteration to make it really what it needs to be for your organization is going to be this final step is you know, how do we modify this to really match the after picture that we were looking at from the beginning? Or is our after picture something that could be so much better based on the feedback that we got and the lessons that we've learned along the way? So, so again, step six, enhance is, um, you know, we will always want to enhance because that implies that there's something really good that just happened. Yeah. So, Bonnie, what I heard was envision, evaluate, elaborate, empower, execute, enhance. And as you were rolling those six out, Bonnie, I was trying to think of a seventh one that sort of was celebrate, but with an E, I couldn't think of an E word that, you know, uh, would sort of kick off the big party at the end. An exciting party? <laughs> <laughs> Provide excitement. Yeah, um, that that's a you know we'll have to think about that one. Right, but also maybe the the absence of that means you 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 know as you said it's a process. So come back to the beginning. All right, now that we've we're through this, let's envision what happened. How do you do it? Maybe go step. Bonnie, those are great. Uh, really, really thoughtful there. And I think you said it was Josh Burson who came up with these, but sure was. That is, a, that is a great list. And uh, I love the thought too that you said there about, you know, it's hard, it's messy, and then it's beautiful. Um, that, that the beautiful ending probably is what keeps people going, right? You got to believe through those hard and difficult and messy stages that, you know, this is going to be something well worth it, but we've got to stick with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's the, the type of thing, and you, you mentioned in step six, we want to celebrate I mean, I would say, I think you should celebrate on every step because at the end of every step, you know, you want you want your project to be a, a nice journey, a good journey, as much as it is, you know, hitting 
a goal at the end. And I think that if you can look back on certain phases and really close them out, um, you know, and, and celebrate the success along the way, um, I think that 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 really as much as, you know, it's it's sort of cliche to say it's going to make you love your your implementation and um you know love this the change that's that's happening as opposed to looking at it like oh my gosh you know we limped to the finish line here so yeah yeah, yeah. and by the time honestly as you went through the six e's i was thinking as well of the uh wonderful book uh highly influential book for me was uh, by jim collins good to great and he talks about the flywheel and you know once you get that click seems like it takes forever and then the second click and then the third when people get on board you know that it just starts to hum and you can really feel everybody's energy into it the commitment and that this has gone beyond being you know an idea or in this case a project or this is this is how we work and you get everybody behind it and he said that flywheel starts humming and it is i think he said a beautiful thing Without a doubt. And I think, that, you know, just sort of building on that as we're thinking about technology as well, you know, once you have those foundations made, it's really then, you know, your ability to sort of scale out that efficiency over time as well. So, it's, you know, initially people don't realize, you know, the, the big benefits of a technology rolling out they see the benefits, you know, like six or 12 months later, once that flywheel has had time to gain its momentum. And all of a sudden you build, you know, phases onto the project, everybody's adopted it, everybody's now sort of accepted things. That's really where, you know, you shift the entire culture. Okay. Okay. Well, Bonnie, this has been great. And, um, uh, I know we, we've, we've talked some about Raven Intel, but could you tell people where they can go to take a look at what Raven Intel is doing right now? Absolutely. So um, stop by uh, our site, ravenintel.com. You'll be able to check out the partners who are you know, managing great projects and effectively helping customers with change management, um, as well as you know, we'd love to learn about your project if you've gone through one and have some insight to share with with others, um, we we would greatly value that feedback as well. Ravenintel.com. And Bonnie, I want to apologize. I know I have I have not correctly stated the name of your company a few times. The site is Ravenintel.com. The company's Raven Intelligence. That's right. That's right. So intelligence uh, and um, think about all of the uh, you know great insights that you're able to to gain from from that. So yes, thank you for that. Well, Bonnie, thanks. It's It's been a while since we had a chance to chat. Uh, it's always fun. You have such a great insight into, you know, how the real world works and just a beautiful way of pulling it all together. So thanks very much, as always. Uh, always good to have you here on Cloud Wars Live. Likewise. Thanks so much for having me. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live. Hope things are off to a great start here in 2022 for you as we move from winter into spring. I hope good things are blooming ahead for you as well, and we'll see you next time. Bonnie, that was fantastic. Again, I apologize about the, uh, um, I